Good afternoon, everybody. Um, this is Bini. I hope all of you are doing good. So today, uh, I would like to share another thought. This is from the book of Daniel. King Darius and Daniel. So this powerful ruler absolutely loved Daniel. And when he reached a point where he had to sentence Daniel to the den of lions, we can see how helpless he stands. He cannot even change the law he made. It's written that he was deeply troubled, did not sleep, fasted through night, and early morning he is running towards the den to check on Daniel and is in anguish. The last thing he had told Daniel was, May your God, whom you serve continually, rescue you. And that's exactly what happened. God had rescued Daniel, not by preventing him from going to the den, but by letting him into the den and working a big miracle outside the den. God shut the mouth of lions. Oh, think about it. We have many influential people surrounding us, powerful rulers as friends, but man has limitations, my dears. He's not as powerful as God, and nor will he ever be. Here, we saw a king of supreme power, totally helpless, even to change a law he signed. So friends, whatever situation you are in right now, even if the king couldn't help you, the God of Daniel, our sovereign Jehovah, can. And we have Jesus, the high priest, always interceding for us. Just ask him and he will answer you, be it at any point of your crisis. Don't question God why he allowed certain things to reach a point in our lives. All things work together towards a greater glory for God. Remember that He's able to save you at any point of crisis. Me and you are His children. He will not forsake us. That's His promise. Stay blessed. I hope this thought will be of encouragement to somebody. If you liked it, please share your thoughts, your views and your comments and I would definitely be listening to them. Have a great day. Hey, good afternoon everybody. This is Bini. Welcome back to the podcast. How have you all been? I'm great by God's grace. Absolutely doing good. I was just sorting through my mails and I came across a very well-written article by the famous Max Lucado himself. The topic is Directions for the Road Ahead. So I thought I would share it with you. The key question in life is not how strong am I, but rather how strong is God? Focus on His strength not yours. Occupy yourself with the nature of God, not the size of your biceps. That's what God 
told Moses to do. Remember the conversation at the burning bush? The tone was set in the first sentence. Take off your sandals because you are standing on holy ground. With these 11 words, Moses is enrolled in a class on God. Immediately, the roles are defined. God is holy. Approaching him on even a quarter inch of leather is too pompous. No time is spent convincing Moses what Moses can do, but much time is spent explaining to Moses what God can do. You and I tend to do the opposite. We would explain to Moses how he is ideally suited to return to Egypt. Then we would remind Moses how perfect he is for wilderness travel. We would spend time reviewing with Moses his resume and strength, but God doesn't. The strength of Moses is never considered. No pep talk is given. No pats on the backs are offered. Not one word is spoken to recruit Moses, but many words are used to reveal God. The strength of Moses is not the issue. The strength of God is. So hope that this would encourage somebody, inspire. If you feel this has motivated you and uh, given you a new insight on the burning bush, please don't hesitate to share it with somebody. And please leave your comments below. I would be delighted to answer you all or see what is your view on this. And thank you so much for being always active. God bless you. Hey, good afternoon everybody. This is Bini. How are you all? I'm doing excellent by God's grace. So today I have an exciting topic for you, uh, for the ladies actually. Five reasons to praise your husband. So this is uh, a mail I received, like a forward. So I thought this is a very nice article and I wanted to share with you all. So let's begin. Five reasons to praise your husband. Any mom who cares for a grown child knows the importance of praise in their children's life. Not only does it help to build a healthy sense of self-esteem, it also reminds a child that he or she is loved. In the same way, any wife who cares for her husband will also know the importance of praise in a marriage. It's vital to a growing relationship. So what is praise exactly? It's a positive expression we offer another that shows our admiration and approval of who they are. Do you realize that there are four verses in Proverbs alone that talk about nagging wives? They are referred to as quarrelsome, fretful and a continual dripping. 
If you have ever experienced a leaky roof, you will know how annoying that is. We experienced one about 20 years ago in our back porch. And regardless of how many times I emptied the pail, it would only fill up again. That's the danger with the nagging. It can become a never-ending habit if left unchecked. And unfortunately, it fosters resentment. Praise, on the other hand, has a reverse effect. It builds the bond of marriage and draws a couple closer together. That's only two of the benefits. But let's take a look at five. First, when you affirm him, you are affirming your adoration of him. Knowing that someone loves you deeply strengthens the bond of marriage. Think of it this way. We form the strongest friendships with those that we deeply trust. Second, when you praise him for the little things he does, it's more likely that he will be encouraged to repeat them in the future. Third, when I praise my husband, whether it be in his presence or in his absence, we bear witness of our marriage covenant. Keeping in mind that marriage reflects the covenant between Jesus Christ and the church, it's important to honor our wolves in the best way we know how. Fourth, kindness is an attractive quality. There is no possible way a wife can be attractive when she's constantly nagging her husband. Sure, you can put the pretty on, but unless you are also attractive, it wears thin. There is nothing appealing about a critical spirit. 5. He will be glad to come home. Let's face it, the world is a tough place. Many of our husbands are dealing with difficult situations at work and need a sense of relief when they walk through the door. Unfortunately, some other husbands are working with women who are building them up outside of the home. If we want a husband who is glad to come home to his wife, we can make him feel welcome by letting him know that we appreciate him, that we respect him and that we are glad he is with us. You are loved by an almighty God. So let me give you some verses from uh, the Proverbs, somewhat to live by. Proverbs 16.24 says, Pleasant words are as a honeycomb, sweet to the soul and health to the bones. Proverbs 15.1 says, A soft answer turn the way wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. Proverbs 25.15 says, By long forbearing is the prince persuaded, and a soft tongue breaketh the bone. Proverbs 31 verse 26 says, She opens her mouth in wisdom, 
and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. Oh, I like that. The teaching of kindness is on her tongue. That's awesome. So all my dear ladies, I hope you were encouraged by this. This is um, from Author Darlene. Uh, this is from one of uh, Time Work Wife Ministries. I have subscribed for the devotional. It's a wonderful site. You can just subscribe and they'll send you emotional um, uh, letters uh, which deals with all aspects of your emotions as well as your marriage with everything. And it's all devotional stuff and uh, I'm sure you would all enjoy it. So please subscribe Time Warp Wife Ministries and um, keep hearing. If you have any comments or feedback, please post them and I'll be really happy to read. Or you can send voice messages. What, 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 is, what is comfortable? So um, thank you so much and have a good day.